me, your host, Sean Lynn, in the pub for a dram with friends where we talk about faith, family, food, and fun. Pull up a chair and I'll pour you a drink. Episode 17, we welcome John Chick into the pub, where he will talk about being a family man on a mission for God. Sit back as I pour us a dram. Welcome to another episode of A Dram with Friends, where today we are blessed to have John Chick join us in the pub. Welcome, John. Thanks for having me, man. Great to be here. So you got we're nice happy to have going. you. What's that? You got a nice stash going. Hey, it's it's November, so I'm trying to keep people uh, uh, aware of men's ministry. Yes. So, uh, we uh, we got it going. So, so what are you pouring today? I've got uh, I've got an Alberta Springs rye because you said you're a rye drinker. Yeah. Ooh. Something rye. I don't, I don't have any of that. So uh, an eighth of a ounce is what a dram is, but I, I don't think I get that little in a glass very often. So, but uh, we got another guest. We got another guest. Some guy wanted to stop by and say happy birthday to you in the pub hey, here. Happy birthday! So, hey. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jeff. <laughs> How are oh, you? Man. I am good. Good to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. How old are you now? <laughs> 38. I, my, my dad tried checking me this morning. He said, hey, happy 39th. I was actually confused for a minute. And, uh, no, <laughs> well, ha happy you birthday to you. What are you doing these days? Uh, <laughs> we are, we stay busy. Yeah, I run uh, uh, this company called Iron Will. So I do a lot of private training, group trainings. Uh, online programs, that kind of deal. Um, got into some, uh, you know, nutrition coaching, really life coaching uh, to an extent, and then uh, uh, run some leagues. So I get to play and have some fun as well. And uh, it's been a two-year adjustment, uh, you know, coming from from playing a lot number of years to settling down, staying put, and uh, raising my kiddos. And, uh, and that's the main thing. We are just... So blessed to get to to finally stay put, raise these kiddos, and uh, they are in everything. They all uh, my my three oldest boys just started up flag ball again. Finished a tackle season just recently. And sure, what position did you play? Uh, defensive end. Defensive end. Oh, yeah. He was uh, top uh, defensive player in the CFL in what year, John? Uh, Two thousand nine. Yeah. Huh. And Very good. In NFL as well. Where did you play your ball? Yeah, so you know, right out of uh, college, I went to Utah State, and so I was mm -hmm. an Aggie before uh, I ran the map, and then uh, got uh, signed as a undrafted free agent to Houston. Oh, okay. Released from there, I went and played in Saskatchewan for three years. Got to win a great cup in that stint in '07. And then I uh, went to the Colts in 2010. Okay. And 11, uh, early 11. Yeah. And then 
during the Peyton Manning years, huh? Sorry? That Peyton. was during the Peyton Manning years? Yep, yep, yep. So uh, 2011, ended up in Jacksonville, 11 and 12 here, and then uh, had an injury, turned 30 in the same year, so it was a bad, <laughs> bad word. 30 years <laughs> old, man, that was eight years ago now. And uh, and so from there, I signed back in Saskatchewan another three years, got to win another Grey Cup and uh, finished my last uh, two years between Hamilton and Edmonton. Wow. What did they give you for winning the Grey Cup? You get each player get like a medal or statue? Yeah, a, a player ring, a, a, a Grey Cup ring. ring. I, I can grab that if you guys want to see. Yeah, let's see it. Got to show that off. Well, and, and John has been uh, quite the evangelist as well. He, he talked to me about uh, being able to share the gospel using your studies with his teammates. Uh, wow, in, that's great. For a number of years. Uh, man, I started that, well, my first time through it, Tim Gray. I had an injury in 2008. Got to see yeah. Tim Gray come and talk. Uh, up in Regina, Saskatchewan, and I was, man, it was, it's, it seemed like eight hours. I just couldn't get enough information. Like, holy cow, this is all in, I can't read that. And uh, and that's where it started. So I was, I had an injury field in 2008, so I had a lot more time to study my scriptures. And uh, we just fell in love with it. And from that's that point great. on, we kind of started sharing that with teammates. Um, and... I mean, it, it's been, been all well, anything over Anything I can do to help you, let me know. That's, uh, that's exciting. You never know where the Word of God is going to go through and the lives it's going it's to touch. You know, that I, I put the study together, but people like you take it out there and uh, work it. And it, it, uh, the Word of God always changes people's lives. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so. We're still working on Sean, though. We're still working yeah, on yeah. Sean. And, uh, John, I'm sure you're shocked when you saw Jeff here live he's much older than he was in those videos isn't he <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the first ones yeah my, the first ones uh that was uh 30 years ago you know, something like that the first ones and uh what's funny is uh that people will take those pictures and put them on the conference brochures when i'm coming to their city and then when i show up they ask me if i'm okay <laughs> 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 but I went on a big diet. I was telling Sean, I went on a big diet uh, starting at the beginning of COVID nine months ago, where I wanted to just get in shape. I wanted to give that time to the Lord. You know, I didn't know how long this was going to go. I thought maybe a month. I don't know. And so I gave up. Uh, I started with a, a fast, like a three week fast of just juice. And then yeah. I went to a pretty hardcore uh, plant based diet only no no animal no dairy at all of any kind and um, yep. and I went on it lost 35 pounds and went to the doctor and they did my blood work and they said you have zero inflammation in your system it's whatever you're doing all of your numbers are great so exactly. I've st I'm still on that now yeah. you know and and it's probably obvious to you that I'm How training that? Yeah. For Olympia. I'm training for Mr Olympia right now but you know. I have been. I push. I was pushed back a little bit because of COVID. Because you know, so I'll yeah. pick that up later. <laughs> How did you happen to pick up that? Uh, was that through? Uh, there was a novena that was doing that keto. Were you? Were you doing that? No, I was. I, I started. I picked up on some videos of Doctor Cecilton, 
okay. who is a heart surgeon, a heart doctor, I believe. And, and he went into the fact that he could show you on, uh, uh, with uh, film, he could show you the exact reversal of heart disease by eating properly. And he said, it's up to you. You can do it or don't do it. But, uh, and then Dr. Campbell, uh, the, um, on that China diet, you know, he talked about, he said, look, I can, I can turn on cancel, cancer cells. I can turn them on and off just with diet. And I thought that, that that's China syndrome. I think that's what it was called. And, and I just thought, well, that, that makes sense. And I've tried a few different things because I like to experiment. I did the whole uh, carnivore diet. You know, that was fun for a while, you know, and you get to a point where I don't want to eat steak anymore, which I never thought I would ever say. But uh, yeah, I've been doing this with my wife and uh, people say, well, how are you deal doing with it? You still crave this or that? I said, not not really. I'm kind of over food, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm, I am eating to live instead of living to eat. So, right. and it's helped my relationship with the Lord. And I think I'm hearing him much more clearly. And instead of eating, we spend about an hour and a half every morning in prayer and reading scripture together. And right. that's how we begin the day. So it's been good. And yeah, John was quite helpful. He was challenged me to do his program, and I was doing quite well. Uh, and then I tore my calf muscle, and uh, not and doing my program. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't doing the program. It was me trying to uh, reorganize the shelves behind you. That's how you. Tore no, it. no, it was uh, trying to show young kids how to catch a rugby pass, and I just took off, and uh, it it didn't. My leg didn't take off with me, so. Uh, it, how long was how long was it that uh, rugby was a woman's sport before it became a man's sport? Well, John chose football because he wasn't tough enough to play rugby. So <laughs> I wanted all my teeth. So well, good talking to you. I got to run to another meeting, but I yeah, wanted I to say, yeah, 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 you're awesome. Uh, again, been a great influence in uh, a lot of people's lives in north, south, east, west. Uh, you got people that. Uh, been influenced by your studies, so sure appreciate it. Appreciate you getting on here, man. Thanks, so Jeff. The hang up, or you said you're used to this. There's a hang up in the bottom right hand corner oh, there. Yeah. I'll just um, leave you by saying, you those guys are Oh, look at that two rings. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, that makes me think go Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got to watch a down football, so I couldn't tell you if they won a game or if they won them all. So, <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys. See all right. ya. Bye. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you, John. Uh, it's been all right. Are you Are you leaving, Jeff? You had a meeting. You leaving. Said. See ya. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched much football either. Well, I haven't watched any this year. Just uh, no. being a police officer and and some of the political statements. It's yep. hard for me to support uh, the sports right now. So yeah, yeah, well, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I love playing. I never like talking. And uh, when you want to, when everyone wants to share what they want, what they think everyone else should hear, <laughs> I got better things to do, man. <laughs> and I, I have no problem as long as it's a balanced, if they're willing to hear what I'm saying, right? So, yeah. Well, I just want to watch football or something that's yeah. actually entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so, maybe tell people that don't know exactly who John Chick is, uh, who is John Chick? Yeah. So I am, uh, man, uh, 
I am a searcher, soul searcher. You know, that is, uh, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm constantly on the search. Not that uh, I haven't found what I'm looking for, but I, I always want more. And after uh, studying, you know, time and time again, that, that is it. There is nothing that can satisfy the heart other than Jesus Christ, your Lord. And, and so that unity is, is what I'm, I'm searching. And we see what's going on in the world, and there is confusion. And uh, Satan is no longer in hiding. And uh, you hear it from all angles uh, in our own faith in the world, uh, all this noise, all kinds of distraction. And I just am a seeker of truth and I want to be who I can be. I'm a family man. I want to uh, be an instrument that uh, helps bring my wife and my nine wonderful children to heaven, uh, points them to heaven. And, and so my wife is a saint already. Um, that's usually married the way it works, yes, putting yeah. up with us, yeah. Married to this guy for, for many years, lots of moves, and uh, as, as much as I try to keep Christ at the center, this guy, you know, she, she keeps me on track. Uh, so we'll say uh, she is doing extra time right now, and uh, man, she points me to heaven. So been blessed that I hit the jackpot with wonderful wife, wonderful children. And uh, 2020 uh, has, has been a blessed year uh, for us as far as more time, more focus to become Christ-centered in our home, making the home church. So that's been awesome. You know, I am, uh, I was born and raised in Wyoming, and uh, I was, you know, am a family man uh, raised in a loving environment, raised to love, uh, have so many people I'm in, indebted to uh, that have uh, been those instruments that, that pointed me, uh, that showed me uh, love, that uh, me love, that uh, were examples in, uh, of people I, I needed when uh, at the right time. Uh, always a, a player, a gamer, goofball, I guess. I uh, loved all sorts of games. I loved competition. Uh, more, you know, more so growing up. Uh, I'm always competing, you know, now it's in life, it's in business, it's in uh, trying to be better and it's in providing for my wife and my kids, but it all comes out. Um, love that time with uh, family, friends, when we, when we do get to relax and, and uh, play a little game here and there, that kind of deal, but uh, uh, loved football for a number of years, but more so I loved what I got to do, right? I, I got to I got to play for a living, man. And it was about uh, perfecting that. Um, I, I believe I was born with this Maccabean spirit. Uh, I got a warrior in me, you know. And uh, being the type one diabetic, uh, I don't think I was called to to war battle. Uh, you know, I think I was uh, in in some people's eyes might have been a uh, what's it called. A uh, liability, <laughs> uh, and, and even in the football world, but uh, uh, had 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 to overcome that. But that has been my cross. Uh, I believe it is every day, right? That that uh, thorn that Saint Paul talks about. Uh, that is 
And my goodness, it Actually, is. I, I just read that the other day, and yep. uh, uh, it's in Second Corinthians, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, it it talks about the suffering, and so you've been able to overcome that suffering and and use it to proclaim the gospel yes. by by your actions, right? Yeah, working on it every day. Um, I'm actually right now in my master's courses uh, for evangelization and catechetics. So that's been fun. However, where, I did. Where are you uh, taking that at? Um, Franciscan University in Stuttgart. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So online. And uh, I've kind of fallen here as of late. So I got to pick back up. Um, I was never an excellent student. So <laughs> plus. Uh, many years later and a lot more shots to the head it's harder now uh, <laughs> well, i'm sure i'm sure so uh but you you look for the opportunities uh, and uh you're not the only one that i've interviewed that said that COVID is has been a positive time to re-engage with the family and so and that's what uh i was i just did a newsletter for our our base here at god squad and talked about the need for that mission where we we still have a mission to do no matter what is in our way and i know for you as a as a defensive end that it didn't matter what was in your way right, uh, right. it didn't matter if it was the best lineman on the o-line you're getting around them I think that's why I, I love that position. There was always an obstacle and I, there's the goal. I got to find a way to get there. Yep. And, and you got there many, many times. How, how many sacks did you record in the in your career? Oh, I am. I honestly, I'm not sure. I, I think in the, in the Canadian football league, I think it's in the seventies. Um, I, it could be higher, but uh, I think it's it's in that number range somewhere, and uh, not, uh, much much fewer in the NFL. Got got fewer uh, opportunities, but uh, still got to play, have some fun. Uh, yeah, and uh, see, he's he's a humble man as well. He doesn't have all his highlights in the back of his head. He's uh, got his his focus on the future, and and. So were you a little surprised when I had Jeff Caven stop by to say oh, happy yeah. birthday? Oh, yes. That was awesome, man. Appreciate it. it uh, he did, man. He uh, big, And that's what this life is about. And, uh, again, it's people like you, uh, like Jeff, and uh, influences I've had is that that calls me to, to be that for for others. It's uh, I always had people that when nothing else made sense, I could find that pointed me in the right direction to make sense. And it was always Jesus Christ, right? It's always, that's where everything makes sense, the way and the truth and the life. But uh, when you don't know it all, and you're raised in maybe some <laughs> uh, unique catechesis uh, at times, and you know, and that's to, to no fault other than we gotta look at home and you gotta look at, you know, what you did, what you studied, and so to find courses and studies that can really uh, bring it home for you is is uh, has pointed in the right way and then and then men that live it right it's it's always and it's, you know 
I've seen for me, uh, it's one thing to know it, to have the intellect, as in uh, Kevin's wording. You know, we, we can have an intellect, but, uh, you know, does my will follow? And do I do what I know? Uh, so living it, right? Put it to, putting it to action. And, and so from a physical standpoint, in a lot of ways, yes. Uh, I still got lots of work to do on the corporal spiritual works of mercy, uh, final ways to, to get in the grind. And so that's what we're working towards. And, and we appreciate the witness that you, you have for men, especially, and we hope and pray that, uh, you continue because you're just a little bit older than my oldest child. So she's, yeah. uh, she turned 35 this year. So, uh, uh, I'm quite excited about seeing young men like yourself taking up the mantle to, to push men's ministry forward. And we need that. We need to use all generations as it were. Yeah. And on that note, uh, one of the segments that I do is, because uh, a lot of the young men are struggling with what is a man and, and what to do. So what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Huh, that's a, that's a good one, one that we need to know. Well, hindsight is that he always provides. So uh, I know as men, we have this, this eager, this, this will to provide. Uh, sometimes it's self, right? Sometimes it's, it's geared towards self, but, uh, you know, for, for dads, most of, uh, uh, Giving up that 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 self to an extent, and hey, it's about my wife, it's about my kids, it's about providing. But we have this caveman instinct almost at times that says, "I got I got to do it all. I got to do it all. I got to do it all." And so I would tell that eighteen-year-old. I would tell uh, all men though is he always provides. I can't tell you how many times over the years that my family has been in need where I couldn't see past the month, for sure the year, how we were gonna make it. And that didn't mean I stopped working, but sometimes when I let, let back, you know, and I talk about 2020, I wanna get, uh, my wife's father passed away this year. And we had some good family friends Actually, it was a candle, just, it was a St. Jude candle. So I'm going to proclaim St. Jude. I got it lit right now. <clears throat> and it wasn't what they wanted to get for us. Uh, she had a, a different saint in mind, and I can't remember what saint it was. But I've always been Catholic, and I've always known about the saints, but I was maybe less comfortable praying to my saints uh, as I was to Jesus. Uh, you know, I've done a lot more praying to Mary, but uh, still wasn't a, I wasn't consecrated. I wasn't, uh, didn't have this extra commitment. And when we started this prayer, in fact, I'll just pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Most holy apostle, St. Jude, intercessor in all difficult problems. Grant me employment and a job where I can excel and provide for my family. 
Help me to make progress and improve in my health and abilities. Ask the fam- Holy Family for all of this on my behalf. I will be ever mindful of this favor and always honor you as my special and powerful patron. Amen. We forget that the church, we're all in this together. And we were at a stressful time at that point and backed away and we mourned and we started praying this prayer. And all these things that we were fighting so hard for before to make work just started happening. He started getting emails, started getting random calls from who knows who uh, for business, for whatever it might be. And it's just like, God is just so good. He always, he always finds uh, the way. And so that has, I can tell you that story a hundred times over. But for me, that was uh, just my most recent reminder is let go a little bit more. You're not in control of it all. Uh, it is Jesus Christ who provides, and our intercessors are all around us, right? Our, our, our friends, our, our family, and those who have died in the hopes of the resurrection, those are at the foot of Jesus Christ. They're all, we're all in this, and he knows what you need before you even ask. So uh, we did that. Uh, this uh, Talking in 2020, we... <clears throat> We really did a couple Marian, uh, Marian consecrations, but it's been an awesome uh, discipline to take on as a family. Uh, you know, we've, whether it's a lens or whatever, we've done those over the years, but it is uh, pretty rare now to not do a family ro- rosary uh, in the day. And I can't tell you what an unbelievable blessing that is in our in our day-to-day life. Um, the fruits oh. from Thank you, John. And yes, I can concur that uh, raising eight kids on one income over the years and we weren't sure where this was going to get paid or how that was going to get paid. And then you just learn to trust in God. And uh, we used to have a poster that said, we don't believe in miracles. We rely on them. And uh, so you kind of got into the next segment uh jeff talks about riding with a posse what saint is your go-to guy and i think i might know (laughs) yeah 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 i got to uh i have to say i finishes you uh i'll always be mindful of this favor and so i gotta study more on saint jude uh I, i gotta go there uh, Mary has been our, our, our go-to. I mean, St. Jude is, has been, he is a very powerful intercessor. He has done some, some great works. And, uh, and when we, uh, I will say that there's times that I might forget St. Jude. So sorry, St. Jude, but, uh, uh, Mary, we have had such a great year of really turning to Mary. And I don't know, uh, I, I don't want to say it was a struggle. Uh, we just didn't have that consecrative heart, I, you know, and just the more we've turned to her, the more we've studied this year and seeing the powers uh, at work in this, in this uh, day, uh, it has been a great sense of peace to turn to the mother of Jesus who always points us to 
to him. So that has uh, been an, it's been a great 2020. Thank you very much, John. And once again, happy birthday and many blessings on you. Uh, I don't know if you know, but the origin of whiskey is a Gaelic word called Ishkabaha, which uh -huh. means water of life. And my prayer is that you continue to lead men to the true water of life. Thank you. Yep. God bless. Thank you so much. If you have enjoyed this episode of A Dram with Friends, please send us feedback to a dram at godsquad.ca or go to godsquad.ca to make a donation to support our ministry. Thank you very much.